You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 386, The Death of Superboy, part 3, Past Imperfect. And welcome to episode 386 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French, and today I am Tech Rage Lad. Yeah, you are. Oh, yeah, I am. I am. And it's best we don't talk too much further about it, because... Yeah. <laughs> Folks, it's been epic. Yeah. <laughs> F you, Computo. And that's what I'm saying. Over that's to you, sir. And I, I'm Darren Noel, and I'm going to be the counterpoint. I'm going to be happy, dude, because someone has to be comparatively, I guess. <laughs> Balance must be restored. Yes, I'm a lord of uh, neutral, <laughs> I guess. Not chaos, not order, just a lord of neutrality. Now, I went to the, I went to the home improvement store today and bought a whole bunch of lights for my place, and I'm very happy that I can eventually take down the Christmas lights that have been lighting my place. <laughs> What did and you get? I, I'll actually have big boy lights now. <laughs> Look at you. Look I at know. You. Look at me. Yeah, I'm in the I'm in the process of moving a lot of stuff over to LEDs and, and whatnot. That's what all this is. It's all LED fixtures. It's a beautiful thing. It is. It'll last for 25 to 30 years. Don't have to replace a bulb. It's amazing. It's <laughs> and like, okay, costs hell of a lot less. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's like, I am good with this. Yay. See? I, that kind of technology, I can get behind. There you go. So, I, don't, I don't have to reboot my lights twice. I don't have to change I, the preferences <laughs> on my lights. Oh, no. Here we go. Here we go, kids. Here we go. Buckle in. Let's drop yourselves in. Podcast. It's going to be a bumpy ride. <sighs> yes. Yes. You know, add add to all this. The computer decides to uh, to screw with me. The uh, the week that I am uh, uh, on my own on my own with the kids because uh, Jan's helping a friend out who just had twins, and uh, literally like the twins are less than five hours old. So yeah, so she's uh, uh, about six hour a six hour drive away. So yeah. (laughs) That does remind me. Uh, Let me see if I can if I can find it. The one of the comic geek speak guys, Matt, has welcomed his new son into that the world. Is right, just just today as well. Yeah, Mazeltov, Mazeltov. Not that he listens, but still. No, but you know he's far too busy. We don't talk about Batman enough. So. <laughs> exactly, and not just not any Batman, just the Batman he the likes. Batman. The Batman, no, just that one Batman. That one Batman. That one That's Batman. Batman. Yeah, yeah. The others are not Batman. They're not. Um, Batman. Not at all. <laughs> Let's not even get on to Moon Knight. Let's not even go to Moon Knight land. We'll get Kevin all upset. But, but we do oh, we, we, we do love them so. We do. Oh, man. White all right. Silver. White or silver. White or silver. <laughs> oh, my. I know, right? Right. So, um, Legion News. Yes. Um, little movie came out, Cosmic Clash. I ordered it today. Yay. Oh. So, hopefully, I'll be here... Uh, and we can we can review it. We'll talk about it next week. Absolutely. Yeah. Because hopefully, it'll be here soon. So. It's it, it, I, I watched it with Ella last night, and we thoroughly enjoyed it. So well, it's a Lego movie. How can you not throw? Oh, it? seriously, no. It's it's excellent. And all right, sweet. And our yeah, our, nice. our, our our yeah, oh, so much, so much. 
so, so everybody out there, you've got to go get a copy of it, so we won't spoil it for you next week, probably. That's right, and uh, and you get the cool cos if you get the uh, deluxe edition, uh, you get the cool uh, Cosmic Boy uh, Lego figure. Well, as everyone should get that version. Yeah, <laughs> Lego Thank Cosmic you. Boy. Hello, Lego Cosmic Boy. Hello. Yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, yeah, it's it's awesome. So Sweet. then, that means we can skip past all that. <laughs> and get to Action Comics 591 from August 1987. True. And uh, it is Superman versus Superboy. Yeah, usually these were team-ups, not versus Th- that, matches. That's so. right, that's right. Action was the team-up book at mm-hmm. this stage, you know, as we, uh, as we got it into the... It was the new DC Comics Presents, if you would. Uh, yeah, indeed. And sometimes I would. Indeed. Um, and uh, so in this case, it is, yes, we have that Superman-Superboy team-up, which was always the cool uh, little bit in uh, in DC Comics Presents. Mm-hmm. And, in, in fact, in the other one, also involved the Legion. Um, so, yes, we have an awesome John Byrne cover mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Superboy punching Superman, saying, Smallville isn't big enough for the both of us, Superman. As Invisible Kid, Block, Sunboy, Brainiac 5, Lana Lang, and Pa Kent uh, look on uh, from the street below. Uh-huh. Um, as well as um, some farmer. It looks like Snuffy Smith. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crossover. It's a crossover. <laughs> exactly. And crypto. Come and, on, we get and, crypto. And crypto. That's right. That's right. Now, um, <laughs> in, crypto in, ages. in all of the... Uh, the technologizing, I did end up, I think, losing the uh, article that had been posted for us. There Goodness. we go. Um, just talking, speaking of crypto, because that was one of the things John Byrne particularly liked about doing this little series, which he felt kind of broke up his run to explain something that he had already uh, talked to them about. And this is, you know, we've mentioned this interview in the past, but, uh, but I think, uh, again, it... Uh, it bears repeating. It bear it uh, does always bear repeating. And um, all right, so let's just see if uh, see if I can bring that up because again, the technology not my friend today. Not no, it's not going well. So um, I'll vamp, I guess, because you know what? When there's a when there's a Legion movie out, I mean, I'm assuming we got Lightning Light, Cosmic Boy, and Saturn Girl. Yeah, they were in the previews. That's right. And Supergirl was in it too, correct? <laughs> yes, cheerleader Supergirl. <laughs> cheerleader Supergirl. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, well, it was too, hey, good enough that at the end of the movie, Ella then asked, can we watch Supergirl now? Because we, oh she, my knew, God. she knew we had a couple of Supergirls piled up on the uh, PVR. On the so, DVR, yeah. yeah. Sweet. Not so. not, not the uh, Faye Dunaway villainous Supergirl. No, so. no, no. Uh, <laughs> the, the ever-popular Melissa Benoist. Uh, ah, yes. Okay. Lovely. All right. So... Um, uh, th- thank you to Michael Grobot for uh, for point uh, for uh, posting this to uh, our page on Facebook, Facebook dot Legion of Substitute Podcasters dot com. Uh, he's it, this was uh, John Byrne's description of the pocket universe uh, from Comic Buyer's Guide number nine hundred ninety seven, wow. um, and, and and he said it might be more appropriate for. Uh, 38 but i'm thinking about it now and and you know i, I actually think that the, the it's it's appropriate now because the whole story kind of encompasses this and we're on one of the burn issues so entirely appropriate to me 
So uh, he said, uh, so he's uh, in the interview he gets to, and that brings us to the death of Superboy. He says, no, it wasn't a parallel universe or Earth 2 or just lack of continuity that necessitated the death of Superboy in in Legion 38. Actually, it was that old hobgoblin of small minds and excessive allegiance to continuity which triggered this tale. Mm. Now, some people will say there can be no excessive allegiance to continuity. Um, Others will, you know, it's that that age-old argument. Mm. Um... He says, especially ironic, given the prime mover in all this was Paul Levitz, he who has sneered his very best sneer at the Marvel mentality, which demands canonical continuity. This is Byrne speaking, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, He says, here's what happened. Early on in the genesis of the new Superman, I went into the DC offices for a conference with Jeanette, Paul, Andy Helfer, and Dick Giordano. We're, we're getting, at that point, very close to the moment at which my pencil would actually have to touch paper for the first time, and we all wanted to be sure that we knew where we were going. Now, there's a, a digression about uh, his version of Krypton that's, that's deleted from this, because it's not really... Not the, really relevant. Rep- yeah. Um, and so he says, one of the points I kept coming back to at this meeting was the matter of Superboy. We had agreed there would be no Superboy in the new chronology... Confession. I now consider this a mistake. Oh well. Mm. So so you know I I I am always the one who slams burn for being the guy. Uh, he wasn't the only one in the room. Let's be real. No, no, he wasn't. That this was not his decision alone. Exactly. So, uh, but. He's the one who's touched pencil to paper, so I I, I will yeah. continue to blame him. Um, but that's the, me. That's oversimplifying what actually happened. Yeah, but the the idea had to come from someone. Yeah, and and so. and it sounds like you know he had kind of floated the idea. They'd all agreed on it, and he says now he considers it a mistake. Uh, he says, and several times during this one meeting, I addressed myself specifically to Paul, who, as scribe of Legion, would be most directly affected by the removal. He says, if there was no Superboy and had never been, how did the Legion come into existence? What was their inspiration? It was easy enough to fudge all the Legion stories in which Superboy had appeared, but hadn't the original Legionnaires created their club as kind of a tribute to Superboy? Yes. Uh, My suggestion was simple enough. When I was a child in England, I had a book about the adventures of young Robin Hood, like the Disney kids or the Muppet Babies. This little tome presented the adventures of Robin and Marion, Littler John, <laughs> Littler, mm. I like that, uh, and Tuck. Everyone, in fact, with no regard to the mangling this caused to the original legend. And that, of course, is the best thing about legends. Since little or nothing is really real, it doesn't much matter what you shovel into the box. Only Pyrrhus, he said like me, uh, would be offended by, say, John Watson meeting young Sherlock Holmes years before Arthur Conan Doyle said they had met. So as Steven Spielberg must surely have said to himself, why not? This seemed to me the solution to the Superboy problem. Superman himself had become legendary by the time... By the time... uh, Superboy was simply retrofitted into the legend. Paul nodded sagely at this and said he had his own solution and I should not worry. I didn't worry until I got a panicked call from Andy Helfer. A few months after I started the project, there's no Superboy, Andy exclaimed. That screws up Legion continuity. This was followed by a hollow thunk as my forehead hit the drawing board. (laughs) Short form, something had to be done about Superboy and the story which saw print replete with its pocket universe and villainous machinations was the, quote, solution. 
I still think my idea, retrofitting the legend, would have been better, but at least I got to draw Crypto, and that alone was worth the aggravation. Mm. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, lots of kind of, you know, again, the, the, um, the, the sort of ripple effects from this, and, um, <clears throat> and Michael went into detail in another post. He said, um, further r- ripple effects from this. Number one, the later decision to eliminate the pocket universe early in the V4 run, which uh, basically that was the, 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 uh, continu- the first continuity punch, mm-hmm. which led to the uh, Mordruverse and the Glorithverse soft reboot. So that was, that was a thing. Uh, the even late two, the even later decision to de-eliminate the pocket universe in order to salvage Supergirl Matrix continuity, which led to a Superboy nobody knew who joined the Legion and then died. Not to mention the story in which Superman killed the three Kryptonians who devastated Earth. Three, the even later story than the last two, time and time again, where Superman is bouncing around through time, meeting the Legion at three stages of their history but where they remember Superboy as a regular member, right? Because what they would see him and they'd be, Superboy? Mm-hmm. Um, and number four, apart from all this, during the current uh, Volume 3, the uh, current at the time, Volume 3 Legion book, the retconning out of all stories in which the Legion meets Superman. Usually someone helping to save his secret ID, but also for bigger things like the DC Comics Presents storyline in which John Ross gets kidnapped, which was, again, the super, uh, Superman and the Legion of Superheroes, followed by Superman and Superboy. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so, you know, kind of, kind of, me- uh, kind of messy, right? And, and well, yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and so, I mean, I guess the idea of well, maybe at some point he was younger, so maybe he was, you know, like sort of history confuses the thing and says, well, maybe at one point he was Superboy. Uh, I don't know. It was a long time ago, and some of the records have been lost. You know, I, I guess I can see where they were trying to go with that, but it 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 was messy. Now this sort of did a thing with it. Um, well, it did, but then eventually down the road we got the no, you can't use any Superman references in Legion comics. Period. And right. I don't know and that's how what we got from this conversation to that edict. Well, you know what I mean? yeah, I think it was. Um, because you know, it seems like you could just as easily have reestablished the pocket universe, right? As you got rid of it, because Time Trapper, you know, can do whatever he wants to. Well, and, and here's the thing: the 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 pocket universe didn't get eliminated until they said you can't use yeah exactly Superman any Superman stuff anymore. You can't refer to the Daily Planet; it hinders us. Oh, come well, on, which, which it does not at <sighs> all. That's stupid you know oh it means that we can't blow up the the um the 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 daily planet because if it's still there in the future then it was always there yeah stuff sometimes goes away and comes back yeah of course it does yeah um which people which, yeah, which people who work at dc comics in the 80s should well know given that a lot of stuff went away and then came back in the 50s right yeah anyway so but you know Exactly. So, you know, so then we got the whole thing where where it it caused more confusion with the with the, you know, I thought that when they did, when they got told you can't use any of that stuff and they decided, okay, it was Mon-El 
and they went they went through that and they basically had him as the uh, as the big influence. It it worked. Mm-hmm. It, it did. It, it, did. It, it was a little. It was. I mean, just like Black Canary taking Wonder Woman's place in Justice League, you could have just as easily said Monel was the, you know, the inspiration. Yeah, as, and I, and as I as guess Monel from the Phantom Zone, and he became. Yeah, da, 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 you know whatever. And they figured out a pretty clean timeline on, based on that. But then at some point it had to be the, and then this uh, Superboy comes out, and it's like, why, 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 why do we have to have a Superboy that is around for for two months and then gets killed? It it it, it yeah doesn't seem necessary. It wasn't necessary. And uh, and so <laughs> having to have that worked into the story again just further confused things. Uh, you know, it was they they were they were doing they were fine. It was like, yeah, okay, it's a little messy with some of the what what happened when uh, Superboy and uh, Monel were both involved in the story. Then they said, oh, okay, Kent Shakespeare. Yeah. Kent Shakespeare. Yeah, you know that he was he was the Superboy part of that, or Monel was the Superboy part. He was. It doesn't matter. We had the two heavy hitters, and they were the guys. Mm-hmm. And um, and you had Andromeda. I uh, it, to, to take over for Supergirl. To take over for Supergirl. Yeah, yeah exactly. So not not quite as you know, and so so again this. Adding the uh, the their version of the pocket universe Superboy into things seems unnecessary, but I guess that's what Michael's referring to when he says the the undeleting of the pocket universe. Because of course, then it's like, oh yeah, but they, if they if the if the pocket universe never happened, then like that's how the whole thing with Superman going there and coming back with Matrix to create Supergirl, which to me, that eh, was best left forgotten. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you know, oh oh we we oh you know of all th- you, that's the thing you've got to keep. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Thank you. That was. That was. I never got the Matrix Supergirl. Oh, I never just... understood that. I mean, I knew. You know, as as a kid, when you're reading, you're like, "Oh my God, they killed Supergirl. They killed yeah. Flash." But Flash came back right at the end of that story in a different form. So, yeah. but you know, for trademark purposes and for licensing purposes, oh, now as sure. an adult, Supergirl's coming back. Yeah. yeah. And, and so. They but, had to make up whatever story they wanted to make up. They're, they're like, "Oh my goodness, the trademark on Supergirl is getting close to expiration. We need to have a Supergirl story." But but the protoplasmic uh, Lana Lang that becomes Supergirl uh-huh. Matrix. It let's let's all agree, one of the stupidest ideas ever in comics. Oh, one of them. Yes. Yeah. There are, there are plenty. There are many. That was, that was one of them. Yeah. That's got to rank pretty high for me. But they you had know. to make a Supergirl who wasn't related to Krypton. What? Yes, because this ridiculous rule that no Superman is the only Kryptonian Superman ever. Superman is the only Kryptonian ever until he is not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> until he is cloned. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. Again, uh, when we get when we get to a later stage with uh, the whole new Krypton thing, uh, all of a sudden it was like, mm, yeah, you know, uh, Superman is the only Kryptonian left alive. Doesn't sound like the worst thing ever. <laughs> hindsight when you write yourself into corners like that you're gonna you know yeah. it's the same thing when they said you know no alternate earths and then we got elseworlds really that's right yes which, which later became established as but, alternate earths but again that was that uh, you I know, know 
I know. Uh, yeah. But I look it, at them sideways and go, really? But it didn't need. But those didn't need to be at a separate Earth on a on a, a, an on another dimension. Mm-hmm. It could just simply be a. Here's a story of hey, what if this happened? Really, what Elseworlds was was what if. Yeah, but they couldn't say what if because you know. Yeah, but that's what it was. Mm-hmm. We all know this. But then it became alternate Earths. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, yeah. that's it, what it, it, No, you're right. You're right. It became, but, but let's, let's, let's finish the sentence. It became, they became alternate Earths in Countdown. Yes, I know. Right. All right. So I'm just must saying. Must we say that? Must we say that? No. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, we no. must. We no. must say that. <laughs> Speaking of stupid ideas in comics. <laughs> oh, it's 52 done right. Um. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bada bing, bada boom, sir. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Lordy, I just can't. I just can't even with that. I just can't. Leave countdown over there. Bye. Go away. All right. So this issue, um, stories, pencils, and figurings are John Byrne. Background inks were done by Keith Williams. There's how he could. There's part of how he could get as many books done a month as he was doing. Which I mean, because it was crazy. So at least he had someone else to do the background inks. But what I loved was this was a stage in which uh, John Byrne was not shying away from backgrounds. He would do that later on. Um, But um, you know, there's uh, there's there's uh, this is this is this is like Byrne at at some of his best work uh, in in these issues. Uh, certainly in the in these early stages of his uh, of of his Superman run, um, so we uh, also have letters by John Costanza, coloring by Tom Zuko, and editing by Mike Carlin and Andy Helfer. Andy Helfer, he of the there's no Superboy. Ah! When did this happen? Why didn't anyone say anything? <laughs> he was asleep at that meeting, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Superman and Superboy, created by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. Um, so we're just outside Smallville, Kansas, in the long-abandoned stone quarry by an impossible confrontation. And we have Superboy basically zapping Superman and the Legionnaires. Uh, that would be Brainiac 5, Sunboy, Block, and Invisible Kid. That's right, those Fantastic Four Legionnaires. Mm, the Fantastic yeah. Four rides with, again. Yeah, with it, a, it looks like a Phantom Zone projector. Doesn't it? Yeah. The stasis ray thing, but it's not one. No. No. But that was the first thing I thought when he showed up in that last panel of the last issue. Like, no, not the Phantom Zone, which that would have been an interesting thing. Yeah, think? yeah, because he would have got in there, and Monel would be in there, Monel and he's would be all freaking out all over again. Monel would be yeah. there with Monel. Oh, oh, boom! And and he and he'd be saying he'd be all, "Hey, Superman, remember how you said you were gonna like fix this? You didn't totally haven't fixed this." And Superman's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." He's like, "Don't give me that bullshit, Superman. You know, you know what you did." Uh, and here's what would have happened, okay? So Superboy instead uses the Phantom Zone ray to send all these Legionnaires into the Phantom Zone. They wait a thousand years to get out of the Phantom Zone. Yeah. Because this time when the Legion rescues Monel, Monel's bringing the rest of them with him. Yeah. And they're all like, oh, fuck this Superboy up! <laughs> That's 2,000 years in the Phantom Zone for Monel. A thousand for the others, they're going to be pissed. They're all like, oh, I remember you, bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am going to take, Nightgirl would take her earrings out. It would not be pretty. It would not be pretty. Mm-mm. 
No. <laughs> you time travel the slow way. Um, exactly. The very, very slow way. Yeah. <laughs> time travel the southern barbecue way. Hey. Yeah, it's true. Nice. Huh? huh? See what I did I there? Li- I like the slow roasted meat. There you go. Hey, now. Um, Andy. Meat. Candy. Yum. So Superman says, it can't be. The face, the voice, that's me. Me as I was over a decade ago. And yet, I hadn't adopted my costumed identity then. I never was Superboy. Ugh. Yes, we know. Yeah, we know. We, we, uh, yeah. We've heard we, the story. <laughs> thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you there, Supes. Ow. What to do with Ow. that, Yeah. Oi, again. In case you haven't been following us, yeah. This out yet. <laughs> oh, I was never Superboy. How many times have they said this now? Like eighty? All of them. Um, oh, God, it's like is, every page. Yet these four strangers, these members of the so-called Legion of Superheroes, claim to have known me, him, as an ally for years. And uh, Superboy says, the stasis ray has not harmed you permanently, but it will hold you frozen and, t- and harmless until I can transport you back to my time. Except for you, my supposed other self. You're not the Superman I'll grow up to become, that's obvious. Damn, throwing shade, Superboy. Snap. Yeah. He says, but somehow I still can't bring myself to deliver you to the Master. Oh. So since his orders did not specifically cover you, you get off on a technicality. (laughs) And he picks them up like uh, like, like stiffened cardwood. Yeah. Um, And uh, off he goes with, with the Legionnaires. Oh, and actually, that's exactly... He's stacked up the Legionnaires like so much cordwood. There you go. Oh, wow. I, I, I knew I had that from somewhere. Uh, I, I can't just let him uh, fly off with them. But frozen like this, what can I... And he's he, he can wiggle a finger. Oh, it's oh, a start. Oh, it's always the fingers. Always. He says, the stasis effect. It's wearing off. I feel stiff as an old board. Attaboy, soups. Yeah. Um, and he says, and I can act. We're, we're back to that whole wood reference again. Where's Josh when we need him? <laughs> uh, he says, here's Superboy. He's loaded the Legionnaires into their, quotes, time bubble. And it's moving fast. That much fits with the Legionnaires' story anyway. According to them, Superboy may be a good deal faster than I am. Fast enough to exceed the speed of light. Fast enough to break the time barrier under his own power. Ooh. Doesn't take a giant intellect to guess that's just what he's preparing to do now. I've got to reach him before he gets up to full speed. Hold it, Junior. We're not finished yet. And uh, Superman? And he grabs him by the feet and he says, got him. But the speed, dizzying, got to hold on. He says, you're too late, Superman. One last burst of super speed and what what's happening? And we see 1987, 1986, 1985, 1980. Feels as if the whole universe just turned inside out. Strain is incredible. Starting to lose my grip. And he loses his grip on Superboy's foot. Boom, boom, boom. As wow. we know, that can never be a good thing. Yeah, well, he wasn't tugging on his cape, so yeah. I guess that's Well, okay. that's, that's, that's true, because you, yeah. you don't do that. No, you, you do not. No. Mm-hmm. Nor no. do you mess around with Jim. Nope. Um, nope. So, and uh, he lands near uh, the Welcome to Smallville sign, um, and Pete Ross is there on his bike. Oh, my gosh. There was something red and blue at the end of that streak. Could it have been Clark? Could, it, could the Legionnaires have found a way to defeat him already? It's only been a few seconds since they took off in their time bubble. This is dangerous. This, this is just like Back to the Future too. It is, um, really. He says, this is dangerous. If Superboy knows I warned the Legion about his attack on the others, the heat, it's unbearable. And he gets to the middle of the crater that has been left. 
And, and, and this is where uh, Pete Ross gains superpowers because of the radiation coming off of Superman. The <laughs> <laughs> word for Vandal Savage. The, exactly, Pete right? Ross? It's only Come fair. on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, in near space, a chunk of dirty ice moves toward the sun. A brilliant plume of gold, white, of cold white fire, seems to grow from the flying mountain. A full-fledged comet swings near the Earth, pursued by a playful canine form. Earth dogs chase cars. But that's not good enough for Crypto the Superdog. Suddenly, Aww. yipe, my master is in danger. I can sense it. I must return to Earth and help him. And so Crypto goes flying back, and he says, And far away, icy laughter echoes at the end of time. And there, in a strange and startling citadel, untouched by time and space... A creature that defies description studies the unfolding flow of the ages and contemplates his victory. He says, soon, very soon now, if such paltry words have meaning in the grand scheme of things. My plan encompasses a million years as humans measure time, yet every moment can be captured in the single beat of a dying heart. And, um, and so he's like, I'm going to expositorize. Expositorize. Mm -hmm. I'm going to monologue. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Without anyone here. What is time to me, who is the living embodiment of time? It was only yesterday I came to think of myself as what I am. And yet, since that eternity, or since that yesterday, eternity has passed and passed again. While well, I have watched him plot it, and he looks into like a crystal ball that has the legionnaires as they appeared in Adventure 247. Um, Saturn Girl and uh, Cosmic Boy and Lightning Boy. Um, he says, these young humans model themselves after le after legends of the greatest hero of them all, a long-vanished champion known as Superboy. Yet my observations of the history of planet Earth revealed no, place, no trace of their legendary hero. Instead, I found a Superman who was an adult when first he wore the mantle of a champion, a Superman who had never been called Superboy. Observing then that the so-called legion of superheroes, ignorant of this temporal discrepancy, intended to use a recently invented time machine to visit their hero, I realized I had but seconds to, ask, to act. But in those seconds were a billion years. I reached into the past, one million years into the past, and snared a moment. Less than the space between one instant and the next, a sliver of time so slender it could not be mentioned, yet containing entire universe. And in that universe I found the worlds I needed. Krypton first, future birthplace of Superman, but here at Krypton I could shape by subtle intervention. Shape, so basically now he's explaining why the Krypton of the, the Superboy came from was different. Um, till a hundred uh, thousand centuries produced a world from which an infant babe would be sent forth, the child of Jor-El and Lara, my Superboy to be. To Earth, the tiny lifeboat traveled. My Earth, reshaped by a million years of careful crafting. An Earth where Jonathan and Martha Kent were already advanced in years when they found the Kryptonian child. Less creating in him a constant awareness of the mortality of human beings. <laughs> he, he, built a lot of, he built a lot into his backstory. That's yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> the eternal imminence of death. By the time he was eight years old, he'd already adopted secretly the identity of Superboy. I planted into Martha Kent's mind the details that would ensure his costume matched the Legion's jumbled legends. So there you see, he, uh, John Byrne did get to kind of shoehorn his um, um, jumbly legend uh, idea into the, okay. into the mix as well. Uh, the stage was set. It needed but my slightest effort to divert the time-traveling Legionnaires. Each time they thought they'd journeyed into their past, in truth, their vessel took them to my pocket universe. Ah, yes. No alternate universes. All right, except for this one. Except for this one. Yeah. And that one. And this ah. one over here. And that one. Yeah. And then, when the destruction threatened all realities, even mine, 
outside forces combined to set up for me the moment when young Superboy could be turned to my desires. And, that, and with that turning came the final assurance of success. The Time Trapper shall now rule eternity. And see, here he's, he's kind of blaming Crisis for this event. Yeah. Some, something happened in the Crisis that made this... He could, he could now blackmail Superboy. I don't understand why you couldn't well, do that before. But, 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 but it's not. Like, what he's saying is that they thought, oh, there's a, there's, there's a, Superboy, uh, a Superboy back there. Let's go visit him. And he's like, oh, I can't let them know that there's not a Superboy. So I got to I gotta, I gotta, so I gotta make one. I'll make one. And then I can mess with them. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Which, you know, would later end up being the whole... The whole uh, translation time trapper is a dick. Yeah, yes, <laughs> and and later it would be the whole thing about you know needed that to uh, to be able to defeat Mordrew, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, which yeah. came out of the five year later run. Um, uh, so we we go back to um, uh, to Smallville, and uh, Pete Ross is uh, helping Superman. Uh, he's helped him out of the crater, and they're walking to the. Um, um, general store or to the Kent house actually and he says Clark what happened to you was it exposure to red kryptonite it must have been that's what made you go crazy and attack the legion and now it's turned you into an adult and Superman's like red kryptonite this is getting crazier by the second there's no such thing as red kryptonite and this kid he looks like the same P. Ross I knew in high school but somehow he knows Superboy is really Clark Kent and uh, you know red kryptonite of course wouldn't turn up until uh, issue 50 of the uh of, of the new Superman run. Uh-huh. Um, he says, luckily, the, and, and Pete says, luckily the streets are pretty much deserted at this time of night, Superboy. We should be able to get you home without being spotted. And he goes, home? Mom Pa Kent's farmhouse is 20 miles outside Smallville. And not this Smallville. Either. This doesn't even look like Smallville. Looks like an idealized version of a typical small town. Ah, uh, because the... Uh, it's basically, yeah. Again, it's a, it's a sim, an incredible it's simulation. Yeah, it's basically any town USA. But there's a couple of things to note. The stores that he walks by, mm-hmm. Fort Apartments. Yep. And, and Paps Hardware. So there's a couple of early Legion artists met, uh, reference there. Um, I like little touches like that. Yep. Um, and so he says, "Here we are, Clark, the Kent House." And he, they get in, and there's uh, Mr. and Mrs. Kent. He says, Mr. and Mrs. Kent, help us. Your son is in big trouble. What? Pete Ross was Superboy? Why? Why did you bring him here, Pete? Where's Clark? No time for the old games now, Mrs. Kent. I've known for some time now that Clark is Superboy, but I swore to keep that my uh, to keep to myself. Uh, but I swore to myself to keep that knowledge secret. I don't have that choice any longer. Something's turned Clark into an adult and turned him against the Legion of Superheroes. You You know all about that too, Pete? Clark, this really does look like him the way I've always thought he'd look as Superman, but he says, incredible, they don't quite look like my adoptive parents, but the feeling is right. Somehow they are Ma and Pa Kent. And Superboy says, this is all quite a surprise, Pete, but I got an even bigger one for you. He's not Superboy, I am. And wham! And Whammo! Awesome. See, here's where you get awesome use of a splash page. Um, as Superman gets punched through the roof of Superman the house. gets punched out. Yeah. And uh, goes flying right by uh, Crypto. He says, yipes, my master, he is in trouble. I've got to... to Master? He says, what the? A flying dog with a cape? He says, he doesn't recognize me. Oh, master, what's happened to you? And Superboy comes up and he says, Crypto, get out of the way, fellow. That's not me. 
And uh, he goes and it goes at him. He says, "You might as well give up right now, Superman. I've already proven I'm stronger than you. <laughs> this whole thing's gonna be weird for Superman." He's like, "A flying dog, really?" Um, he says, "Sorry, kid. You're good. You're very, very good, and you're a lot stronger than me. But I got experience on my side. A lot of experience." I don't know that Superman at this stage has as much experience as, as the Superboy at this stage. I, I, I would say that's that's a BS argument, right? Yeah, there. yeah, because it's been you know if this Superboy is eighteen or nineteen at this stage, um, I, I would say that um, Superman has had a lot less experience than Superboy at this point. Now I know that at this stage Superman had been around for a while, um, you, you know, because because. The Man of Steel miniseries, it wasn't like a snapshot in time. It took place over many years. True. Um, but still. Anyway. So, <laughs> but uh, anyway. He says, a lot of experience fighting menaces like uh, that you've never e- even imagined. One-on-one, I th- you know. And, but Superboy's like, bitch, I, I, I fought the Infinite Man. Um, <laughs> Bring it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. My dark I side fought- actually did shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I fought the Composite Legionnaire. Um, so he says a uh, lot of experience fighting menaces like you've never managed, uh, never imagined one on one like this I think I've still got a fair chance of stopping you um, he says besides for all your talk Superboy I can't shake the feeling that your heart isn't really in it and uh, he's like huh oh, not the dog too and the dog's biting at his cape <laughs> oh, see he's tugging <laughs> at Superman's <laughs> cape yeah well yeah yeah, he is, because Crypto's a badass. Yeah. Uh, he says, I don't know who this imposter is, but I'm not about to sit and watch him beat up my master. And he's, uh, and uh, of Good course, boy, Crypto. Good he's, boy. he's actually tearing the cape, and that's that's weird. He says... Um, that's not supposed to happen that he, way. But he says it would have been fun to have a uh, a super pet while I was growing up. He's, he's kind of envying uh, the super boy. And uh, the cape tears, and he goes careening through the air he says, funny, he seems surprised by the fact that my cape isn't indestructible. Mm. And, um... It's because his cape usually is indestructible. Yeah, that's right, that's right. But not, you know, the super, Superman went through a lot of capes in the in the early burn years. Uh, because he didn't have the magical, um... The magical, um... Uh, uh, friction the ma- and... The magical aura. Yeah, the aura. It wouldn't be magical. Because Superman doesn't like magic, but it would be some some kind of a sun given aura, I guess. Exactly. Um, so he says, "Good work, Crypto. You distracted him. Now I'll finish him. Finish him. And... Get over here." Slunk. <laughs> uh, and so Superboy's like, "They're going at it again. I got to do something to help Superboy." My X-ray vision reveals this Superman is a real Kryptonian. He must have escaped from the Phantom Zone. Oh no, not the Phantom Zone! He says, that gives me an idea. There's only one sure way to stop any Kryptonian permanently. Choke! Yeah. Choke! Um, he says, uh, so here, he, so, he says, this is Superboy's hidden lab in the basement of the Kent house. Again, much exposition. <laughs> Crypto and, knows a lot. And Crypto here, but, lot. well, yes, he does, and he will tell us all of it. Uh, and here, behind this secret panel, are lead boxes containing samples of all the different kinds of kryptonite. Green kryptonite can kill a Kryptonian. Red K causes bizarre phys- physical mutations. White K kills only plants. Gold K is the one I want. Wow, that's a lot of pipe laid. Um, yeah, but what's 
to do what I want to do without endangering Superboy, I'll have to carry the gold K out in the open where he can see it. The lead container will uh, will block his X-ray vision, and that means I'll have to expose myself to the gold K radiation. It doesn't matter. No sacrifice is too great to help my master, and he opens Aww. it. Click. Oh, crypto. And um, and so Mom, Pa, Kent are are you know just freaked out. I can hardly bear to look. They're going to kill each other, I'm sure. And uh, he says, easy, Clark. I'm sure, Cl- uh, easy, Martha. I'm sure Clark will find some way to, and they hear the barking. He says, what's all that noise? And um, and they open it, and there's Crypto just barking. And he says, Paul, what's wrong? What's happened to him? He says, he's acting like he's just an ordinary dog. And he says, I'm afraid that's all he is, Ma. And they look, and there's the gold kryptonite. And he says, the poor little mutt must have exposed himself to the gold radiation accidentally. And when his superpowers went, his super intelligence went with him. Mighty yep. tragic. And he says, but that gives me an idea. And he looks at the uh, kryptonite containers. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, and he says, son, son, get clear. Get out of the way. And he goes, huh? Pa Kent with, yes, that's just what I've been waiting for. Let him have it, Pa. And he flies out of the way and he says, okay, you, I've tossed every kind of kryptonite into this container. One of them's bound to stop you. You, mm-hmm. it, they don't the, affect what? you? Huh? What? He ah. says, apparently not, sir. My microscopic vision re- reveals why. Although these rocks can't contain the same elements as kryptonite, the radiation they produce is completely different from the stuff I know. Pa, you've let him take the kryptonite. You've handed him his victory. And he goes, has he, Superboy? Yes. Yes, I think perhaps he has. What I love is, is, is I was, I was, when, I remember when I read this, I was waiting for him to do the um, kryptonite never, uh, crypt, kryptonite nevermore uh, uh, bit, you know, where he picks it up and, and takes a bite out of it and says, hmm, could use a little salt. Yeah, he's like um, something, something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he says, I think perhaps he has. And uh, here's where he gave um, the background inker the day off. Um, <laughs> Basically. <laughs> says, I said before that it didn't seem like your heart was really in this battle, Superboy. Now you're ready to concede defeat just because I've got the kryptonite, when in fact, with your greater speed, you could probably snatch this container <clears throat> uh, from my hand before I've even seen you move. But you're not going to, are you, Superboy? Because doing that would start this senseless fight going again. And you know full well that the only way you can ever beat me is by killing me. And that's something else you're not going to do. You'd already have done it, I think, if you really meant to. Winning has never been a part of your game plan, has it? It took me a while to put all the pieces together. But everything indicates that you wanted me to win this fight. Even the stasis ray you zapped the Legionnaires and me with. It wore off, at least for me. The Legionnaires were still frozen, but I was able to pursue you. Then there was that exact moment and place I arrived at this in this Smallville, right where Pete Ross could see me and take me to the Kent house. You wanted to be sure I'd find you again as quickly as possible, didn't you? It's all there, Superboy. I'd even be willing to bet you knew somehow that this kryptonite wouldn't work on me. Am I wrong? And he says, is he, son? Your mom and I have prayed every day since his madness got started. And he goes, oh, he's right, Pa. I fixed the stasis ray so it wouldn't last on Superman. I wanted him to come after me. It seemed like the only way I could escape from this nightmare. The only way I could save the Legion without sacrificing everyone I've ever loved. If Superman could only defeat me in battle. But how could you guess my plan, Superman? How could you be sure? And he goes, it wasn't that hard once I had the chance to think about it, Clark. Meeting your mom and Pa Clem was, Kent was really the clincher. They're not quite the same people who raised me, but they're from the same stock. I knew they'd have given you the same moral, solid moral foundation my foster parents gave me. I could never betray my friends. I knew you couldn't either. 
But now we have some Legionnaires to defrost. Oh, I'm Paul Kent's all choked up. Yeah, there. well, because, you know, Superman choke. gives him a hug. Yeah, total choke moment. And, um,. And so we see the Legionnaires unfrozen, and uh, Block says, hope we never have to go through anything like that again. And some boy says, yeah, I still feel weird. <laughs> um, and Brainy says, thanks, Superboy. I knew you'd never willingly betray us. And he says, I should be thanking you, Brainy. Your faith in me means a lot. And uh, Superman says, but now it's high time we got after this time trapper of yours. He's still got four of your members prisoner. And Brainy says, it, yes, it is, Superman, but you're not coming with us. What? John Byrne doesn't want to do this story anymore. He's done. So we're well, going to have also, to go on without uh, you. So Superboy sent the four frozen Legionnaires to the Time Trapper because last we saw them, they were just frozen in the basement of the Kent house. And then Superboy took off after these four Legionnaires. So yeah. how did that happen exactly? I don't know. I guess we'll find out next time. Indeed, indeed. And so um, he says, uh, you know, so the real reason, John Byrne's done with this story. He doesn't want to do any more of it. Eh, yeah, uh, and... and um, he says, we don't dare risk it, Superman. If the Time Trapper wins, you might be killed or trapped forever at the end of time. And we can't let that happen. You belong in the 20th century, Superman. There's still much for you to do there to make our time possible. I guess I'll just have to take your word for that one, won't I? All right, Legionnaires, I don't like it, but I'll let you go on without me after you give me a lift back to my proper time and place. So they take him back to Metropolis 1987. Superboy says, I've got a feeling we'll never meet again. And he says, goodbye, Superboy, and good luck. He says, there they go, moving back into the time stream. That's got to be the strangest sight I've ever seen. It's more like the fading of a memory than the movement of a vessel. That's neat. Um, and so he says, ah, time to head home. And he says, I wonder if that word will ever again have quite the same meaning for me. In the past few hours, I've seen a whole world that might have been. A simpler world, perhaps, or a hap uh, perhaps a happier one. I do envy Superboy just a little. Whatever happens next, if next has any meaning, I hope you'll find the peace he's earned. Aww. Boom. <laughs> Did you notice we didn't get to take a drink at all during this? I know. Not a single Cthum. Not this a is... single Cthum, sir. <sighs> this is what happens when you have an issue that Levitz doesn't script. I know, right? That man knew. That man knows his damn... Uh, he knows his sound, sound effects. effects. Yeah. 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 Cause, you the closest we got was the wham when Superman gets that splash page of him getting the uppercut from Superboy there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I... Um, and poor crypto. Aw. I mean I mean they had to take crypto out because he would have been involved in the next fight anyway, so I think they did have to kind of deal with it yeah. would have made no sense for crypto to be somewhere and not involved in that. So Yeah, a heroic if if not entirely well thought out. Um yeah, see, you know what? I go th I, I pull out a random issue of uh, Levitz's Doctor Fate and there's mm -hmm. a Cthum. See, there you go. Page 12, yep. Cthum, baby. Yeah. Take a drink, everybody. There we go, there we go. See? For Dr. Fate. Yeah, so that's Dr. Fate issue number six, in fact. <laughs> and uh, I did not, I, I, it was the first issue that I picked up. It's like, oh, there's another Levitt series on my on my iPad. <laughs> and there it is. So, <laughs> yeah. so I guess uh, next time we're going to finish out this story with the death of Superboy. Joke! And everyone will hear us cry. Exactly. Because that's just the way it's going to happen, kids. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll deal with that one next week and, um, and continue on with the Baxter run because it's going to get, stuff's going to get crazy. It is Actually, gonna crazy. stuff's going to get 
literally stupid crazy for for a couple of issues as well. Um, because we have the Millennium crossover. Oh, Jeebus. So, get ready for Crisis Theater again, kids. <laughs> for eight long episodes. Oh, yeah, no. I, no, 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 no. Okay. Hell no. no. All hey, right. No. <laughs> Comments as always. Oh, welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all these things, you can head over to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, and leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the tubble, uh, into the tubble, the time in the, bubble. Into the tubble. What the in, into the tubble. Into the trouble. That's, uh, you know, that's. Toil and toil. That's what they called it in the pocket universe. You know, they were. Get there in the tubble, dear. You know, our Supergirl, she's like protoplasm, you know. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, yeah, so we will head into the time bubble and uh, get ourselves back to some form of the 21st century, whichever universe that's in. Mm -hmm. And we will see you all next week. Good boy, Crypto. Good boy. Good boy.